Hold on, let me see if I can get this cue right. <laughs> no, okay, well, we're going to have to edit this out. <laughs> this yeah. always happens. We'll fix it in post. It's <laughs> the, it it's the most yeah. famous lines of any director, producer, <laughs> actor. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Okay, so we like to educate our community <laughs> on the show. So we have a segment called... Damn it. <laughs> this is what is the segment called? <laughs> I don't know. I am quite literally at the edge of my seat. Well, it was downloaded here. It was working a moment ago. I can, I can vouch for that. Okay, here we go. Okay, and we have a segment. <clears throat> we have a segment called. Why is it not making any sound? I'm not sure. <laughs> and we are back. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to Uikukui. Welcome back to Uikukui. My name is Ernesto Ortiz. Ricky and Carlitos are on vacation again. I don't know. They must be on the beach or something. But in their absence, I got a very, 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 I don't know how many varies I can say. Very, very, very special guest. A person I love to death. Wait, you know what? I don't know. I never know what last name to use with you. So I'm going to say Alex. You tell me the last name. Sanchez Vega. See, I never know if I should use Vega or... Or, or Sanchez. Sanchez or... I feel like you made up last names last time too. I, <laughs> I used to be San Valeo. Oh. Oh, and there's a whole story for that. <laughs> but uh, Well, Alex Sanchez Vega. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> Yay! I'm well, I'm very excited yeah. to have you. So, Alex, I've known you for a very, very long time. Yes. I, I don't even know how many years. It's been a few. I think the first show that we did together was Bless Me Ultima, but I, I want to say I met you before that. Yeah, so Alex is a actor, director, filmmaker. What else are you? Producer, writer, a dad, Lyft driver. Lyft driver, dad. <laughs> dad, and I also work at a bank whenever I get a chance. <laughs> when, whenever they call me in. Yes, pretty much. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Oh, the day gig. Oh, oh, yeah. It's the worst. I'm, yeah. It's the worst. That's how we support our art. I, I, I call myself a sellout artist. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I have to sell out in order to get some art in my in my life. Well, I feel like that's a, you're a real artist then. Well, you see, I, well, you know, if I wish I could have a job that paid the bills. And that the art, like like what you do, like you work in a place that's nothing but art, right? Uh, yeah. Like I long for a job like that. And if anybody from my work is listening right now, <laughs> you've kidding. heard me complain before, oh. so you can't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's very nice. It's very nice to have creative people around you all day, all the time. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun because they get you. Yeah. And they're also very odd and wonderful and beautiful. Oh, yeah. But uh, but so are you. So uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, well, I'm uh, aspiring actor slash director slash writer. I mean, I've done short films. We used to do the uh, 48-hour film challenges uh, back in the day oh my god uh, back in the early 2000s i don't know if i knew about this oh they were awesome they would give you 48 hours to write a script shoot it edit it turn it in and sometimes even cast it so it, and it was uh, like a grind type of uh filmmaking and that's where i made my bones i used to make um i've had like seven or eight short films that got presented at the theater at harkins oh during wow those festivals it was awesome 
Well, I, I I feel like I maybe did I have I seen one? Did I sneak any popcorn in? <laughs> That's the question. I'm I'm hoping that maybe you saw they they went away <laughs> after a while because uh, uh, somebody in Arizona I can't remember her name uh, decided that she didn't want any more um, filmmaking happening in Arizona, so she took away the incentives. Oh, something, I know her. Yeah, something uh, like brewing. Yeah, something like that. And that decision kind of like killed any uh, paying, real good paying gigs. Yeah. I, I mean, because back then I, I acted in a commercial for Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. I acted in uh, training videos. Uh, I was actually a professional paid actor, yeah. you know, that was making a decent living. Because uh-huh, some time. of those gigs are pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I got my SAG voucher from one of them. Yeah. It was awesome, you know. <laughs> and... Uh, but then that went away, the film festivals went away, and it just slowly started dying down. And now it's like, if you want to make something, you got to make it yourself or find some very motivated money people to yeah. help you out. And that's hard to find. Oh, yeah. I just got, I mean, I just got approached by someone who was asking me to, um, if I knew of any funding sources or if I would be willing to write a grant for them for a film. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, well. <laughs> and and if you don't remember, I asked the same exact question about five years ago. <laughs> Did I get the same response? You, you, you were like, well, I can give you information on how to write a grant. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing enough. that. I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I don't know where you would get. I honestly don't know where you would, you would ask. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Like, uh, and and that's the biggest issue right now. I think is trying to get funding for these uh, short independent films. So what I'm what I'm hoping to do, what I'm trying mm-hmm. to bring into the table now, is that I'm working on first taking care of my family by getting out of debt. And having enough to to pay for yes. for my living expenses, and start investing on the equipment that I need to start shooting films for students or anybody that wants to make a film. Right, shoot it pretty much for free for them. But if we make anything off of the film, it goes back into the production company. You're like, uh, what are those movies like? The insidious movies, or, or that's how the, that's the deals that they would come with the actors. Yeah, like, like if you make it, if it, I can't pay you much, but if you make any money, you own part of this film. Right. Yeah. Well, like anything that I can do to to give back to the film community here, yeah. because yeah, yeah. and and my dream is is in all honesty is not to be rich, you know, making big Hollywood films. Be rich. I I just want to make films. I just want to act. I just want to edit i want to be in that world yeah and i got out of it for too long because i was really in in it i got out of it for too long and now it's been a little bit difficult getting back into it and i can't wait until i'm 100 percent back in yeah yeah that's that's what i'm doing well and we just talked about a project yes but we can't say anything because we signed a non-disclosure no we can say stuff (laughs) We can say well, we didn't have an idea yet. I mean, we have an idea, but hold yeah. on. We, but we, it's going to be a surprise. Okay, so know yeah, that Alex, okay. Alex and I are going to work on something. All right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, no, yay. We'll, we'll keep it a secret for, <laughs> for a se- the listeners. The suspense. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Yeah. So we've also worked together as actors together. Yes. Yes. And you, yes. You, you, you shot me. Yes, I you forgot about that. You shot me on your first uh, show that you did. Uh, I've I heard you mention this, that you were, <laughs> Bless Me Ultima was your first show. Yeah, very first show. I was the bad guy, Tenorio. Yeah, Tenorio. Uh, Ricky Araiza saw something in me, and he said, evil. evil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm putting him in. I feel like a few people have saw, seen something about in you and evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the last time, last uh, play I was in with you, you were pretty evil. Ten seventy. Ten seventy. Yes, <laughs> and and it was funny because I remember the during the rehearsals, uh, 
this this production 1070 was written by James Garcia. Uh-huh. And for those of you who don't know him, get out more. Because yeah. uh, he's, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. So you should know who James Garcia is. I just is. had a lunch, a dinner, uh, sorry, a dinner lunch, um, <laughs> a lunch, a business lunch with him. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So he, he uh, I remember he com- him coming in with the pages for the second act, which is when the character that I played, um, it was Officer Garcia. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I read him and he told me, oh, this guy's going to be bad. He's going to be a bad guy. He's going to be a jerk. You're going to hate him. I said, okay, I'm ready to read it. Yeah. I read the script and he's like, uh, you people need to disperse. And uh, do you have any permit to be here? Okay, you have your permits. Are you okay? I'm like, this guy's just doing his job. <laughs> like, what the hell is yeah. this, James? Like, I thought you said he was going to be an evil, evil malicious evil, man. Is like, man. oh, you just wait. Oh. <laughs> and he came back and oh. he rewrote that whole scene and oh. it was different it was it was he was a nasty person oh and it was so much fun playing that (laughs) character i'm telling you it was it it was tenorio like drunk on power tenorio being the bad guy oh my gosh it's like tenorio is pretty pretty nasty but this guy was pretty bad i made a joke on one of the talkbacks and i remember one of the uh audience members literally said is like it just felt so real and so personal that when you said that, I wanted to punch you in the face. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. And it, 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 it was an awesome character. And I do thank James for trusting me with that kind of character. It was awesome. Uh, but it's the second bad guy that I played. And we're doing Pastorella again this yes! year. Yes. Okay. Which James Garcia, I do want to be on this play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you hear that? I, I, I'm pretty sure James said that you were unavailable. But James. He, <laughs> he don't want to cast me. What, James, what did I do? <laughs> Ernie is saying that he wants to do the show. So I think we got him. So that this is this is good. He's contractually obligated now because he said it over, yes. over, over the years. You know what? Uh, oh, when is it? <laughs> see now there we go okay we'll talk about that later it, but. <laughs> it, it's gonna it's gonna open up in november i believe it's gonna be the two weekends before thanksgiving so uh-huh. the two middle weekends the, of uh, of november i don't remember the dates exactly yeah uh but it's uh it's gonna run in november uh we're gonna run tech the second week of november uh and rehearsals is gonna probably start like around september october and do, i can't are you allowed to tell what the what the uh, i guess the theme is because the storyline changes it, the storyline usually stays the same it's usually the familia hernandez is going over to phoenix to catch the light rail to go to bethlehem to see jesus be born yes okay uh, but and and <laughs> and they somehow get involved into the, the light local rail. politics right <laughs> but this year uh the uh the familia Hernandez is uh, Bato Hernandez, uh-huh. uh, who is the father in the family, uh-huh. is going to go into a bar and meet a Russian spy. Oh. Who's going to give him a USB flash drive with information to get Donald Trump in. <gasps> what a dream. So the the, the play is uh, American Pastorella, The Road to Impeachment. Who's playing Bartolo? Nobody yet. Oh, we haven't okay. we haven't we haven't <laughs> cast anything except one role and I've directed this show the last four times it was. Are you mountain. directing again? I am not directing no? this year. No. I asked James uh, if he would do me the uh, honor, favor. Uh, I pretty much uh, asked if I would be able to play a, a role that oh, okay. I always wanted to play. What is it? I'm playing Diablo. <gasps> oh, yeah, I'm, that's that's a fun one. I'm extremely excited because 
from going from Tenorio to Officer Garcia to El Diablo, it's like I'm just picking up oh, more and well, more bad playing, guys. And now you'd play in the ultimate bad guy. Right? Like he's, o- Although Trump is in the show, so... Wow. <laughs> okay, second to the la- ultimate. Uh, yeah, so yeah. There, there, there's a level of evilness there, but it's not the most evil. Wow. Right? I wonder who's playing Trump. You know, it's so funny. Um, I, what I remember about playing Pastorella is, uh, is watching... Um, I'm not sure. Oh, oh Raphael? There you go. Raphael. Okay. I'm sorry, Raphael. Right. But, uh, oh, shout Ra- out to Raphael. Shout out to Raphael. Um, uh, Raphael. What's Raphael's last name? <laughs> the worst. Anyways, Raphael playing, uh, he's, Raphael's a black guy and he played John McCain. Yes. And it, all we did was cut off the hair off of a wig. Yes. <laughs> but the thing about this, this play is sometimes you, like the, literally the lines will change and characters will somehow appear that you didn't know about and you're on stage and someone walks on stage and you're like reacting to it and you're like oh (laughs) you're trying not to laugh (laughs) yeah because and and when i directed the show and i'm hoping to make sure that this note goes again out again is that (laughs) i would tell all the actors write the date on the script that you got oh yeah yeah and make a note and also if james comes in and tells you this line is now this line come and tell me Come and tell Nicole, who was the stage <laughs> yeah. manager. Shout out to Nicole. Oh, yeah. And uh, and make sure that all the actors know that the line changed because that way we won't have that dead air of what the heck did he just say? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, oh, the show must go on. The show must the, go on. Which, by the way, I have to mention this because it's been killing me if you didn't know this. Uh, the last time with the Pastorella, you played Bartolo. Uh-huh. You added a line. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And James told me, it's the first time that he said, make sure he says it every show. <laughs> and it was when, uh, are you the Familia Hernandez? And we're like, yeah. And you're like, well, I'm a friend. Well, I'm a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and James was cracking up. I was cracking up. And, and we love that line. It's like, and we never caught it before, you know, that he's not part of the Familia <laughs> yeah. Hernandez. As a, you know. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think at that moment I caught it. I was yeah. like, well, I'm not part of the family. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I'm a friend. Yeah, but it, <laughs> yeah. And it was hilarious. So for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> They're like, what the hell is going on here? The show is going to open around November. Uh, I'm hoping that we'll have more details yeah. uh, soon and we'll pass it along to you guys. But uh, hopefully you guys can come and watch it. You know? Yeah, and you know, is if you're confused about what we're talking about right now, imagine being part of the cast because yes. uh, a, a lot of that happens, but it's a lot of fun. And I feel like that's the most physically demanding thing I've ever been a part of. Cause <laughs> <laughs> and you were a dancer. And I was a dancer. No, the, the, I, I call Pastorella the best school of acting in community theater locally. It's, yeah. It's like, it's learning your lines on the day of the show. Yep. Um, being in a role that you get to play around with in front of an audience. Yep. You know, and it's just, it's a great feeling to do that. I think my favorite part uh, last time was, so I played a priest that was ensemble. I played a priest. I played, uh, I think, a bailiff. And then my favorite one was the cameraman. Oh, that was in 1070, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, in 1070. That was yeah, in yeah. 1070. 1070 and sorry. The, the camera guy was hilarious, <laughs> by the way. Um, I, I love it. During rehearsals, you used to come up with the roll of uh, to, uh, paper. The, yeah, because we didn't have a prop the tissues, yet. Yeah. yeah. It was always awesome. And, no, and you know what it was? James, <laughs> I was all over the place. Like, when the cameraman came out, I was trying to get the shot and whatever. And James <laughs> like, you need to calm down. <laughs> And so it was the hardest thing. Just stay still. 
and walk up and I could see you guys wanting to crack up. <laughs> oh, no. And, and, and it's great. It's Pastorella is probably the only show where you can go as high as you can. Yeah. And and James is really uh, good about this. Well, he'll pull you back if yeah. you're going too far. Yeah. Uh, so he wants you to go as far <laughs> as you can as with you the can. characters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So if you ever get a chance to audition for that, there's auditions next week, right? Yeah, Wednesday the 24th, uh, you can go to New Carpa. You can go to Durant.com. Uh, they have the posting out there. Durant.com? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and just email James, send, send out a notification. Uh, I'll get the email here in a little bit so we can okay. pass it along. But uh, send him a message, tell him that you want to audition, and he'll save you a spot. And you know... Um, we have people listening as far as Turkey and all the way up really high in Canada and nice. all the way down to South America. So if any of you want to audition for that, yeah. <laughs> catch a plane. Come, here, come here next Wednesday. Here's your chance here's to be in chance. a show that's both topical <laughs> and fun and will give you nothing but great experiences when it comes to uh, theater. Yay! Yeah. I will warn you, though, that it, does have, it carries a curse. There's always at least Uh-oh. two people... And every show, oh, at least two people that end up as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a rough curse. It is a rough and, curse. And you don't even know it's happening. That's how curses happen. Yeah. You think it's the most wonderful thing in your life, right? Yeah. And then it turns into not being the most wonderful thing it, in your it, life. It, it, it's a wonderful thing. And then all of a sudden it turns into an ukukui. <laughs> That's a big old quick way. I have been victim of this curse. Yeah. <laughs> I met my ex-boyfriend on set. We did how many weeks of rehearsal? I always say we have 60 weeks of rehearsal. <laughs> it, it, it was somewhere around like six or eight. Yeah, it was a lot of weeks yeah. of rehearsal. It's and, a large cast. And we were there together every day. Yeah. But, I mean, it's an easy, but that, I mean, even though we're joking about that, it's an easy way to uh, to uh, meet someone. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's how you date someone, but I mean, it can happen because you're yeah. there with them all four hours a night, every single day. Yep. And you build a relationship, a camaraderie. It could turn into something else. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I'm saying is come and audition for the show. You might meet the next love of your life. <laughs> yeah. Or the most heartache, the most. Uh, yeah. Well, you'll meet them and they'll be the love of your life. Yeah. And then they can be the heartache. After the, heartache, the show's after over. After the then, show's over. Yeah. Then it's you can, all part of being an actor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You, you live in a world of emotions. Yes, that's, that is true. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of uh, schools and learning things, we also like to teach our audience things here on Ui Kukui. Now, Alex's show is based around things that are scary or kukuis, whether it's, um, it's folklore or contemporary kukuis. But there's also some things culturally that we like to, to teach our audience. Not awesome. necessarily scary. But just a part of culture, whether it's LGBT culture, Latinx culture, whatever it is. We have a beautiful culture that we're a part of and we like to share things. So we have a segment called... Yay! All right. (laughs) The cash. So Uh, this segment, guess that so. All right. So like I said, we want to talk about things that are... uh, I don't know. What do you call it? Culturally uh, relevant? Culturally or, or unique to our culture. Awesome. Okay. So today we're going to talk about mole. Nice. And mole is like a special thing. Are you a fan of mole? I am a huge fan really? of mole when my mom makes it. When your mom makes it. Yes. Yeah, so you don't like it. So and, mole. Well, and, and my wife, so I'm not in trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your wife, because it's amazing. Yeah. All right. So mole. For those of you who don't know, it's spelled mole, um, M-O-L-E. 
But, um, and you, there's a funny thing. Uh, I'll tell you a story in a minute. Um, but it's a traditional sauce originally used in Mexican cuisine as well as dishes based on these sauces. So, like mole chicken, mole poblano, mole, you know, mole, right? And if you've seen it, you'll, you definitely see it at, uh, at Mexican weddings. Mm-hmm. At least that's where I've seen it. It might be, uh, I don't know if any other Latino groups eat it, but definitely at a Mexican, Mexican, uh, Mexican wedding. And we have a joke that people just get married for the mole. <laughs> yeah. The common legend of its creation takes place at the convent of Santa, Santa Clara in Puebla. Early, uh, early in the colonial period, upon hearing that the Ar- archbishop was going to visit the visit the convent nuns, panicked because they were poor and they didn't have anything to prepare. So the nuns prayed and brought together little bit the little bits of what they had: little chili peppers, spices, bread, nuts, whatever they had. They put it together into a fine uh, paste or powder, okay. and then they created mole, especially for this archbishop. Oh, man. Um, um, I guess there's variations. I've heard of people make it with like a uh, with chocolate. Oh, I don't know about but chocolate. No, what's in there? Peanut butter. I look. All I know is that it comes in a jar and it says <laughs> Doña Maria. Yeah, Doña. And, and you mix it in the frying pan with the chicken, and it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. you know, one time we that Doña Maria, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then after you're done with it, you rinse out that glass thingy, and that's glassware. Yes. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you use it to drink soda. You <laughs> yes. use it to drink lemonade. It is the perfect size for somebody that doesn't need that much juice. <laughs> yeah, but. Not so little either. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You can't give it to kids because they'll spill it. They'll spill it, or they can break it. Yeah, it they'll is break. Glass. Yeah, and it's like thick glass. Yeah. yeah, it's like heavy glass. Yeah. Or you could, yeah, you put a candle under it, and uh, well, okay, well that's a little bit much. Well, you but, use uh, the regular candles. You know, the the long candles uh-huh. that use a, that you can use as a Long Island iced tea cups. <laughs> wow. After they're done. After they're done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who does that? Literally every Mexican, I thought. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought. I mean, I grew up in Mexico, so. Every time we use a, a, a what we call a veladora, uh-huh. the big candles, the like big can- the long one, you have one yeah, here. Yeah, I have one here and one here. Yeah. When you were done with those, you would wash them off, rinse them off, and use them as, as glasses. And they're Stop. perfect for Long Island ICs. Now I'm going to do that at my house. I'm telling you. you Instead d- of Ikea glasses. Why would you pay for <laughs> two glasses? You already <laughs> when, have one. When you're, <laughs> yeah, but you know the problem is with those, uh, those candles? Because yeah. I'm afraid of them. I'm afraid of lighting them because I'm afraid of burning down the house. So oh, okay. if you, my sister laughs because you know those, uh, uh, um, I don't know, like the tea candles, the little, you know what I'm talking about? The little, they're little circles and they're flat. They're, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the little, uh, that you can put like in pumpkins and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. forget what they call it. Something with a V. But anyways, um, um, yeah, those candles, but they, they make the ones that are battery powered. So inside, yes. inside my candles, I have those Aww. little lights in there. My sister's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I don't think the prayer is working. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, if you light up one of these candles and, and you do the whole prayer and everything and your house burns down, I'm pretty sure there's a clear message <laughs> that, that you're not getting what you wanted. Or maybe you did. I don't or, know. What or you, maybe. What yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I know a story of someone who, um, that their, was it their grandfather or did I read this in a paper? Either way, the person was a senior or elderly guy. I don't know what the proper word is, but they're old. They were old. Uh, <laughs> and they went to blow out the candle and the candle exploded in their face. What the heck yeah, did they, they, they blow it with? Huh? <laughs> what did they blow it with? Well, my mom's like, it's because they blew it out. They weren't supposed to blow that thing uh, out. Oh, no, no. We- <laughs> You let it burn until it, uh, it, it until it dies out. No, I, I mean at least not not in my household. Like my mom, whenever we were leaving the house, she would stop. She turn them out. Like, did we turn off the veladora and we have to go back in there and like blow it out and then go back into the car and leave? Man, 
I know this was about mole, but I feel like this is scarier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because I think those uh those things scare me because like especially in Mexico, like some people live very poor in Mexico, yeah. right? And have you ever been to one of those houses where they like make it out of like like paper or cardboard? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so no, it's a bunch of cardboard like put together. And it's a house, right? Yep. And then they they put tar or oil on the on the uh on the boxes that they yep. made it out of. So when it rains, the the water wicks off. Yep. <laughs> but if you light one of these candles <laughs> yeah it'll it'll just burn it off if you if you're not careful that's for sure yeah. interesting thing however nowadays you go out see those same exact type of houses uh-huh. they all got one of those me tv antennas that no they, they have better cable than i do <laughs> i'm telling you right now it, it, it's amazing like you you go and it's a sea of nothing but those antennas with all, all those old houses wow how do you who sells those plans i don't know do those, do those houses, like those houses have like electricity or wiring? Yeah, they have electricity and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, How is that safe? It's, I don't know if it's safe, but it's <laughs> definitely resourceful. I can tell you that much. And you know what? I also like, totally getting off topic, but I think it's very funny that uh, uh, like uh, if you don't pay your uh, like light bill in Mexico, at least I've, I've seen this happen, but uh, you don't pay your light bill in Mexico, all of a sudden you're like, it's a, a scrolling list on the TV of uh, people who did not pay their light bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's even worse than that because here's how they at least when i was a kid this is how they used to cut off your electricity they used to go to the meter and put a little plastic oh, yeah, uh, yeah. straw on there and then lock it up mm-hmm. all you had to do was remove the meter take that thing off and put the meter back on uh-huh. plug it back on and you had power again yeah it was that easy i saw a novella one time that they padlocked that thing yeah yeah like they don't have pliers <laughs> <laughs> like they don't have big old like uh, we're Mexicans yeah. Mexicans come on now. Like, like why did you padlock my thing so you can use the thing I gave you for Christmas last year <laughs> <laughs> go and That's cut right. it off but mole mole yes. mole yes uh, yeah I don't like mole at all. you don't like mole I really don't Ma- maybe it's one of those acquired tastes you, you know, know? What? but I think I think there is chocolate in it because I think like mole poblano uh, mole, there, mole negro, mole colorado. There, there are different types of mole. I won't deny that. Just like there's different types of way of cooking chicken. There's different ways of making mole. And it's probably based on what you said earlier, where they just came up with any ingredient that they could find and hope that it would taste good. <sighs> but I, I, I really enjoy the mole Doña Maria. You know, I'm very, uh, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm dropping brand names here. It's like, I, I, are you I, very bougie? Is it bougie? Is that how uh, you say it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I only go for the store brand. Oh, oh, you know? excuse, <laughs> you know? excuse me. I only like the like, food city brand. I only like the food city brand. I don't go for that Walmart. Uh, <laughs> what is it? A uh, uh, quality of life whatever thing yeah uh, oh, oh so, uh, so shopper's you, choice <laughs> are you, oh okay i i go for the food city ranch market or that cornerstone that's the corner store that somehow happens to have the mexican products yeah that's the ones that i like oh i like that yeah. the carniceria yeah. yeah but you know what it says uh, uh the best known of oaxaca moles is mole, mole negro which is uh, the darker mole poblano that is thick and rich. It also includes chocolate as well as chili peppers, onions, garlic, and more. Mm. So, uh, yeah. I think that's the one I don't like. Maybe. I don't like sweets. Uh, uh, here's what I'll do. <laughs> this is what I'll do. I'll, I'll, the next time we have mole, I will save you a Tupperware mm-hmm. and bring you some so you can taste it and maybe change your mind and be like, oh, it's 
that kind of mole I didn't like because this might be good. You know? But is it going to be a real Tupperware or is it going to be a leftover like butter container? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> margarine. Yeah, I say Tupperware, but it's actually one of those other Kirk whatever land. Uh, yeah, the Lando Lakes. Something. Yeah. Oh no, what is it called? Uh, it, I don't even get Lando Lakes. It's the other one, the the one with the little mountain on it. Uh, what's it called? Uh, oh. Something Field, Smithfield, or something <laughs> like that. Like the off brand. It's it's the square uh, butter. Oh, so it's not even it's not even a round Tupperware. It's like square. It's one a, is oh yeah yeah you I like that one. Like yes, because yeah. it's also the same shape as like an like a uh, bluebell ice cream container. Or, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, which good. by the way, I heard a joke about that once. As uh, this kid said, um, I'm getting my mom a uh, new Chanel perfume, uh, 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 a Chanel perfume box. With a Jafra a perfume <laughs> inside it, so she knows what it feels like to open up the ice cream container and realize there's nothing but beans in there. Ah, oh, <laughs> yeah, because that's man. It, I saw a meme one time that uh, that someone uh, said it took him like an hour to find the actual butter right. in, in the refrigerator. <laughs> you gotta go through menudo. No <laughs> beans. No uh-huh. soup from three days ago. No. Oh, <laughs> and I still I still have that habit. I know my it drives my roommate nuts because I forget I put it in there. So. <laughs> And and here's the worst part, and and maybe this is a tangent, but this is how bad it is. It's not butter. It's like some sort of oil, creamy oil. Yeah. The thing that we buy that we it's use, disgusting. It's not butter. It's not real butter. Yeah. Have you have you seen like if you leave it too long and it separates and like the little like it's like a yeah. thin layer of that. It doesn't actually like separate like real fat would separate from. Yeah. It's just a it's like a sweaty yeah. layer of something on the top. It it looks like that juice that you put in popcorn at the movies. Yes. Like a little bit like yeah, that, like an top. oily yellowish. You're like thing. what is yeah. that? Uh, is this still good? Right, like just mix it up. Just mix it up, and it's good. Yeah, (laughs) just mix it. Yeah, I had an uncle at time. It didn't matter if it had mold on it. You mix it up and still eat it. I'm like, it's antibacterial. My my uncle Tony is so gross. Ooh, so that's moles. That's moles. Yay! Yay! Thank you very much. All right, good. (laughs) Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. For you, the listeners of Uikwikwik Podcasts, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. This is a really great service, guys. I actually just downloaded Bless Me Ultima by Rudolfo Anaya. Mm, I love that book. I do, too. I have, I have, I easily have three or four hard copies around this apartment somewhere. Uh, I have six. <laughs> at your place? You just, yeah, just you, know, oh, yeah you know what? I just saw I just saw one at a thrift store. Um, <laughs> and I almost got you it. Almost I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we got so many. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, I have a lot of copies because I was doing a lot of research for it because that was actually the first show I directed at Teatro Bravo and you were actually in it. And that was my very first play. <laughs> so if you want to know how the play began, check out the novelization of Bless Me Ultima by Rudolfo Anaya. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash uikukui. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash uikukui for your free audiobook. So today... Our topic is uh, something that's kind of creepy to me, but kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today's topic is omens or an omen or the omen. I don't even know uh, <laughs> omen. Uh, do you know what an omen is? I don't by definition. Well, by definition, according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. uh, America's source <laughs> is a phenomenon that is believed to foretell the future, often uh, significant, significant, significant. 
Okay, I can't read. Signifying. Is that the word? Signify? Is that a word? Signifying? Signifying is okay. a word. Uh, often signifying the advent of change. People in ancient times believed that omens bring a divine message from the gods. So nice. it's like a message from someone or something. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like I've experienced this many times. Yeah. Well, at least one or two times. At least one. And I don't know if this counts as an omen, but it was through the form of a ghost, a lady. I've told, I've talked about this lady a million times, but it's a lady my sister and I see. Okay. The one that was in your room. The, the, the one that was in the room with the dog. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> Bambi, right? With Bambi. Yeah. yeah. So that same lady, I swear she has sent us messages. Uh, things have happened and it all stems from this lady. So I feel like she's given us, given us an, an omen, you know, and it, the last time I saw her was when a family member passed away and she flashed in my head right before I woke up. Yeah. And when I woke up, my mom told me that uh, our family member had passed and that's the last time I've ever seen that person. Whoa. So I always wonder if all these years this person kept appearing uh, and was trying to tell us that someone was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I, 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 I've only experienced one thing that was similar to that. Yeah. And ever since then, I've always wanted to experience it. Okay. It's like, well, um, that's the thing. You can't like say, okay, I'm here. Yeah. No, oh, and, yeah. And that's exactly what I do. <laughs> it's like, they tell me, oh, that house is haunted. And I'll go over there, sleep there at night. I'm like, okay, anybody haunt me. I want proof. I want to know that yeah, there's something out boring. there. It's like, come on. I should have brought my Game Boy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I never get to experience that much, but. When I was eight years old, and this is in- Eight is always a good- Eight years old, yes. And I have daughters that are around that age now, so I'm paying attention. Uh, (laughs) They're seeing ghosts. Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, that they see something. (laughs) Like, they just watch their tablet. They're not really paying attention. If there's a ghost in front of them, they're not looking at them. They saw a Momo. Right? (laughs) Uh, They're like, uh, what's this Momo thing? I don't know. Just just fast forward the video. You're good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, at eight years old, in Cucurpe, Sonora- Oh, my mom's hometown. What's it called? Cucurpe. I've never and heard that name. I know it's pretty close Cucur- to Cucuy, right? Yeah, Cucurpe. It's uh, about forty-five minutes south of uh, Magdalena, okay, which is about uh, an hour south from Nogales, <laughs> okay, which is about an hour south from Tucson. <laughs> which, which if you don't know where Tucson is, uh, get a map. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Cucurpe, it's a small town. Okay, it's a mining town mm-hmm. again. It used to be a mining town, then it was farming town. Now it's a mining town again, and um, they uh, they have a big festival during um, uh, Easter uh-huh. on Easter week, right? Yeah. Well, when I was eight years old, my grandfather was bedridden. Okay. Okay, he was about ready to die. Okay, and because of the festivals that they had, they had races, horse races, okay. and literally everybody in the town, all two hundred of us, were out in the races. Watching the races, you know, like drinking and hanging out and everything, you know, all the grownups and everything. I'm there. My grandfather shows up behind me, you know, and, and I'm looking at him and he says... Wait, your bedridden grandpa? My bedridden grandpa oh. is standing right behind me, okay? okay? He's wearing a red flannel shirt, okay? Mm-hmm. Blue jeans. He's wearing his hat and his boots. And he says, always bet on the mare, okay, instead of the horse. You know, the, the girl, the, the girl, the girl, of course, <laughs> yes, yeah. and because they're 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 lighter. He said, "Oh, okay." Now go find your cousin. You have to go home. And I turn around looking for my cousin, and sure enough, he's over there with the crowd, telling everybody, "We gotta go, we gotta go," getting everybody in their trucks to leave. 
I turn back around. My grandfather's gone. Oh. I run over to my cousin, get on the truck, because literally everybody's jumping up on their trucks and everything, and uh-huh. we drive up to the town, because it's like maybe two miles away from, from the house, you know, where uh-huh. we were at the races. And we get over to the house, and everybody gets off. We're pretty much going into the into the living room and everything, and everybody that's in there is crying. They're completely beside themselves because my grandfather just passed away. So he wasn't at... He wasn't at the races, but I saw him at the races. Oh, my gosh. And his shirt, the uh-huh. flannel shirt, was hanging right next to his bed. <gasps> the red flannel shirt. Oh, that gave me chills. It was freaky. And from that day on, I was like, I want to know if this was real. <laughs> if what the, Did I imagine it? What yeah. the heck was that? And since then, I've been always... I, I felt that I always had an open mind for everything, uh-huh. but no other experience. No really. other experience. Nothing. It's Nothing. Like, it was like... The spirits were like, you get that one. That, <laughs> and that's, that's it. it. We're going to leave you with doubts uh-huh. from here on in. You have to pay for the subscription. That was a trial. Right. It was just like a trial version. But I was young. I didn't know what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. It was like I, the, yeah. the 10 CDs for a penny. You know? <laughs> and uh, uh, what's what's interesting about that, I was telling, I was actually talking to my sister about this recently because I was saying how uh, I've always felt ignored. I always felt like, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, when I was a kid, I was never acknowledged. Right. You know, I had an older brother who was like the sign of perfection in my family's eyes. He was uh, taller, darker, stronger, faster, you know, yeah. the whole works. And uh, he was the first male born in my family, as mm-hmm. you know, like my older brother and everything. He's the junior. He's junior, you know. Uh-huh. And um, shout out to Junior if he, he listen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, Thank you for uh, <laughs> ignoring I, me all my life. No, he, he didn't ignore me to, <laughs> per se, but everybody in my family did. Like, Thank you for upstaging me my whole life. Right? It's like, <laughs> I, it was like I came to take his place as the baby in the house. And he's like, no, you're not. No. <laughs> you know, if anything, I'm making a new position and you're eliminating yours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 for example, um, when there, there was a movie that came out in, in, uh, when I was 11 years old. And my cousins took my brother and my sister to the movies. Mm-hmm. And they went to watch it. And I asked, can I go too? And my cousin said, no, you're too young. Okay. What was that? I was 11 years old. I don't remember the movie. Gremlins? Uh, no, because Gremlins came way oh, before that. because I hate that movie. Yeah. But here's what I do remember. 1992, Alien 3 comes out. So I'm 12 years old. I'm a huge fan of Aliens. Yes. All right? My cousins takes my sister and my brother to the movies. And I ask, can I come? And he says, no, you're too young. My brother's only a year and a half older than me, <laughs> which means that he was 12 when he went the year before. But I'm still too young now that I'm 12 to go to the movies. Did you do the math then and say, hey? Yeah, no, I did. I was like, it, like I said, it was completely unfair in my eyes uh-huh. how I was treated, you know. And I feel, and th- this is just an epiphany that came to me recently, that my grandfather showing up was to make sure that I got in the truck. Oh. Because I don't think they would have known that I was there. I think they would have just driven off uh, in the emergency of it. My mom wasn't there. She was over with my grandfather when oh, that wow. happened. I think they would have forgotten about me, and I would have had to walk two miles to back to the house if I could remember how to get there. Yeah. So I, I, I now I'm thinking my grandfather was just there to make sure that I got there home safe. <gasps> you know. Ooh. I mean? And that was the one. That's the one I get. That's the one you get. Yes. I was like, he's going to need this one, so let's just give it to him. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Now that's spooky. <laughs> right? <laughs> and and, and in, the, in the words, because we, 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 um, we talked about this a little bit, and this is, this is pretty much what um, 
what I came back with. And my sister was like, did you have any good memories of your childhood? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I have a few. My mom always says that. You always remember the bad. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, it's more Were memorable. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you knocked me in the head, it's pretty memorable. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I never did that. <laughs> well, I can tell you a story. <laughs> like I said, I grew up in Mexico, totally different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, so... um. I, a story had come to my head. It'll come back to me, but it, it, it caught me off guard when you said, because you're in Mexico, it's a whole different story. And oh. I don't know why this comes to my head. My friend Daniel's from Mexico. And one time he told me, and I'm not, I, I grew up here in, in West Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. And he told me, Ernie, don't act like you're all that bad. Because <laughs> he said, you know, you used to love it when your mom would kill the chicken and get boiling water and throw it in there and you could pluck off the feathers. I was like, Daniel, that never happened. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So, related to that, I actually shot a pigeon once with a BB gun. Oh. Because I was a kid and I didn't know what I was doing. Uh-huh. My uncle, uh, who recently passed away, actually, um, he, uh, he was a hunter. Mm-hmm. And he reprimanded me for doing that. <laughs> And he told me, you're going to eat that pigeon. Oh, no. Yeah. He made me take the feathers off. He made me cook it. And I was ready to cry that the fact that I needed to eat this because I was like 11 at the time. Yeah. And my grandma, who also passed away, rest her soul, she comes up and like, I'll eat it. And she, she ate the pigeon? She ate the pigeon. She oh. ate the whole thing. Uh, we cooked it and everything, just like cooking I a, wonder a chicken. I how it tasted. Probably tastes like chicken. Probably, probably tastes like chicken, you know, like... <laughs> Tasted like salt and pepper. Mm. She ate it. She she didn't care. She was like, and and I don't know if she saved me from trying that kind of. I probably would have been a vegetarian after that. Oh, God. But but my uncle was very adamant about the whole. If you're killing an animal, you're gonna eat it. You're yeah. not gonna kill kill just for fun or for sport or nothing like that. You're doing it because you're feeding yourself. So now you're gonna learn that lesson. And uh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I learned in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with those are the uh, yeah. That's not an omen, but that's creepy. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. Yeah, you were like Fez. Remember when Fez? No, he killed the crow and they ate it. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> show. They did that in the that seventy show. Yeah, oh, I think he killed a crow and they're like, we ate a crow. <laughs> that's bad luck. That's uh, well, crows are supposed to be bad omens. They are. Yeah, going into that. Yeah, uh, if a crow lies in your house or you see a crow anywhere around your house, it's supposed to be a bad omen, and. I don't know if I sound very serious right now saying that, but I'll tell you this. When I was growing up, there was a show called Los Caballeros del Zodiaco. Whoa, I have never heard of this show. It's a Japanese anime. Oh, okay. Okay. And in that show, there was an episode where a whole bunch of crows come up and the guy is walking outside and he sees all the crows. Oh, look at all those crows. That's a bad omen. And then he keeps on walking. Like, that's the only reason I know about this. This show, uh, in all honesty, it taught me so much about Greek mythology and uh, omens and, the, you know, uh, a whole bunch of uh, history in Greek and Japanese uh, folklore. And, and it's an awesome show. And I grew up watching it. But that's where I got it from. That supposedly crows laying on, on your house. It's a bad omen. Ooh. Something bad's about to happen. What is that that um, legend? La lechuza. Is La lechuza. It, the, yeah. the, the owl with the witch's face. Is that an omen? Is that a bad omen? It I mean, could, I, could, I feel it, like if I saw one, it would be a bad omen. Yeah, Some it, shit's about to go down. Right? It's like, I'm walking in the woods in the middle of the night, and I see that I'm walking back. I don't know if it's a bad omen or a good omen, but I'm surviving tonight. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Today, I'm just taking care of. You know, I used to think that... The, the lechuzas were, um, no, not scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Alex's phone rang and scared the shit out of me. Um, I used to think the lechuza was, uh, an owl. Yeah, and it is. It's supposed to be, right? 
I don't know, but when we did Bless Me Ultimate, I was freaked out for a bit. <laughs> there's well, a there's a, a paper a owl, paper owl, owl. <laughs> that I couldn't kill once. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. The gun did not the go gun, off. The gun did not go off. Yeah, and uh, and I I remember uh, it was uh, Tara, I think, that was doing the the. Oh wh- wh- no! What was her name? No, it was. I can see her name. I can uh, yeah. see her face. Yeah, but yeah. she she was like flying the, and she looked at me like, "Do I keep attacking you?" Yeah. <laughs> in the show, it rips one of my eyes off. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's a, it's a puppet that we would use that was made out of yeah. paper. And Ricky actually uh, still has that thing, yeah, that, it, that puppet. It looked awesome. Yeah. And I'm you know what they made it out of? Newspapers, right? Scientology newspapers. Oh, Scientology <laughs> newspapers. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's, that's funny. That is perfect. And uh, so I guess an omen is would be a sign. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just like another way of saying a, a sign. And I guess you don't know if it's a good omen or a bad omen. So... I'm just trying to piece it together. The movie, The Omen, uh-huh. about the little kid that, uh-huh. that's yeah, like yeah, evil yeah. and everything. I wonder if him doing all these evil things is the omen that you should kill this little kid because he's bringing bad into <laughs> well, the world. It's well, like he did do some shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's like okay, I just killed all these people and you people haven't killed me yet. You know what? I um, I don't know if it's an omen, but it's a story where my dad told us one time that um, his sister had leukemia. My aunt had leukemia okay. uh, at a very young age, and they were in Seattle at Fred Hutchinson Hospital. And um, she had leukemia, and at the time, I don't know if they still do it, but they have that big, they they um, quarantine you in that big piece of plastic, and he had to talk to her through the plastic uh-huh. and that whole thing. Uh, so she's really, really sick. They didn't know if she was going to make it. So he went into a church that was uh, nearby, and he went. Uh, when he was in the church, there was another guy in there, and he started talking to the, the guy, and telling the guy, and the guy kind of consoled him and, and the whole mess. And then my dad turned around, and when he turned back, the guy was gone, and he, there was no one. And he's like, there's no way that he could have left that fast. It was Batman. <laughs> It was Batman. He was like praying for Robin in there or something. Did you look up in the sky? Yeah. <laughs> was but, there a bat symbol? You know, he he does. He's very good at doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you look up? Because he, you know, yeah. he has that cable. Right. Yeah, just like the <laughs> grappling hook. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's got. Yeah. You imagine if he did that and like there was a glass ceiling <laughs> it would and be, it broke. Well, <laughs> you know, somebody's got to break the glass ceiling. Well, yeah. yeah. So, Alex, uh, do you have anything going on? So I do. This time well, goes really fast. So. Is, has it been? Yeah, it's almost wow. time. Wow. Uh, okay, so I we're uh, doing Pastorella, yeah. as mentioned before. Mm-hmm. I'm also, uh, I wrote a short story about um, the Hispanic heritage, in particular Mexican, that I really, really want to make into a short film. The the whole Hispanic heritage? No, just one part of it. Oh, well, well Mexican. I don't I don't know if I, it is Mexican, uh-huh. but, but uh and and it's something that it's embedded in our culture, mm-hmm. and I think we forgot about it. The chancla. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But it's and I don't know if I, uh, I'm a little apprehensive about saying it because I've had what I suspect are good ideas before, mm-hmm. and every time I mention them, somebody else comes up with oh, it. Oh yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just keep it under wraps. Yeah. yeah, I'll keep it under wraps for now. Uh-huh. But uh, Carlos and uh, Ricky actually uh, are helping me with this project. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's been in the works for a while, and I just haven't had the time to uh, bring it into fruition. But uh, hopefully soon we'll get it done. And uh, um, I'm also working on making that same project into a play. Mm-hmm. I want to see if I can get it for next season. Uh, try to make it into a a, a one hour uh, show. And uh, we're working on Pastorella. 
that's coming up here uh, this this uh, next week. We're starting to hold auditions. I will be playing El Diablo. El Diablo. And it's, uh, <laughs> for anybody that's seen the show, El Diablo is a very fun character to it's play. It's fun case, funny. Yeah. And I feel as an actor, I'm finally ready to tackle that role. <laughs> I'm very excited to, to go into it. You're so, what is the line that I like? You're stepping on my tail. Or, uh-huh. or, or, or. Uh, <laughs> Angelito. Yes, Diablo? Can I tell you something? Yeah. <laughs> You're standing on my tail. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. How dare you utter his name? <laughs> oh, you have directed us enough. I have. I don't remember it. any of oh, the lines. Oh, I, I know all your lines, too. It's like yeah. the, 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 when the time you play Bato and the time you play Bato. Oh, boy. I don't yeah. remember Bato's lines at all. Oh, I'm I, sorry. Bartolo's maybe. No, I know none. Oh. I know my name. Bartolo de Los Angeles, Quintana, Wong Smith, Ducey. Ducey. Yes. Uh, who's going to be next? We don't know. We don't. We don't know. Uh, it it could be anybody. I don't know because it, it a lot of times it depends on the actor. Yeah. Do you know Nikki? Um, she played Bartolo one. Yeah, one year. I do know Nikki. So uh, on her time, it was Bartolo de Los Angeles Quintana Wong Smith Jackson. Yes. <laughs> Why was mine Ducey? Because uh, because we had the Governor Ducey oh. winning the election or or at least you running know, the thing at the if, time. You know what you need to add to that play? <laughs> a Walter Mercado character, and I want to play it. Hey James, I'm hoping I hope you're listening. <laughs> and I want to go and do my lines in camera one, and do like a, a like quick a turn quick turn to, to camera, camera two. two. There you go. <laughs> okay, so uh, anything else is if anyone wanted to find anything up, uh, about you, I uh, do you have a website? Do you um, have. I have a YouTube channel, Kimosabi Prod. Oh, that's right. Uh, if you don't find Kimosabi Prod, do Kimosabi Prod Alex. Oh. If you don't find Kimosabi Prod, Alex, do whatever search you can <laughs> to <laughs> find me, Alex Sanchez Vega. Uh, but my channel is Kimosabi Prod. It's K I M O S A B I P R O D. And uh, I have uh, my short films there. You know, if you if you know anybody that um, wants to finance film or wants to work on film, mm, yes, uh, you know, and you see any of my films, are like that would be a great idea for a show or a movie or whatever. More than happy. They're short films. They're they're uh, some of them are really fun. Some of them are really funny. Some of them are crap. But uh, no, check them out. No you one's know? art is sure. crap. It's uh, art. Uh, uh, well, I wouldn't call it art. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you guys call it? It's uh, uh, someone's art. It's uh, someone's art. Arts piece. Oh, arts piece. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's arts piece. Oh, you yeah. have listened to this. show. I am a long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> well, well, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, what do you got going on? Let's see here. Well, I a bunch of stuff. I'm going to be at a storytelling show at the at Changing Hands Bookstore tomorrow, which is my second passion right now is storytelling, aside from stand up and then theater. Very but nice. uh, tomorrow's theme is magic, so I have to come up with a story that's magic. I'm thinking about. Yeah, this will air after, so it'll be okay. I'm thinking about doing a story about the first time I saw a brown person on TV. Yeah, and it was that I remember, that I related to, because I'm sure I saw brown people before. Uh, but it was Mario Lopez. <laughs> oh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yes. Nice. So I, I think I might tell that story, but uh, yeah. You see, that's the difference between growing up in Mexico and the United States. <laughs> yeah. Everybody that I saw on TV was brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I grew up watching nothing but, I grew up with 
Chespirito, Chavo del Ocho. Los Thundercats. Los Thundercats, He-Man. <risa> yes. Y hablaban en español, perfecto. Uh, yeah. Thundercats, <risa> vamos a pelear contra Mumra. Yes. Like, it was that kind of... Yeah, but they also had that one. Character, <risa> Yeah. Yeah, with the high voice yeah. yeah my friend anthony de Samira does it perfect nice anyways, anyways um if you want to find out anything about me it's ernieortiz.com i promise i'll be updating this thing because i have actually been working on it but the, uh, the site does have some shows on there but um alex this was a lot of fun this was a lot of fun thank you, you so much for having me oh yeah you great. gotta come back you gotta oh, come back I, i'm available anytime you tell me that i might be available oh well good wait how does that work <laughs> well you know i'm Check. married with four kids and i work too much but uh yeah. you let me know and i'll be more than happy to uh, come back awesome awesome and uh, yeah we got to bring you back when ricky and carlos are here oh that would be great because it'll be a big crowd and yeah. no one will be able to hear anything it'll be wonderful nice yay all right let's see if we can do this see how i'm gonna test you how how uh how much i listen to how, the show? See how much you listen to the show so and remember if you hear the door creak if you see the lights flicker if you feel like there's somebody there it's not your imagination Rampera is the cuckoo oh my god you got it you know my lines better than me <laughs> 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 <laughs>